When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Daily, it's time for our week eight immediate reaction, instant reaction, right here as the four o'clock games wrap up here, Sam. So I'll throw it right to you. Week eight, mostly in the books. What stood out to you so far here? We asked recently on the main show, you know, who's the next Geno Smith guy that had been sitting there languishing on the, the sideline for years and then all of a sudden gets a shot and he's amazing? Maybe it's PJ Walker. Ooh. PJ, okay, bad, bad interception, looked pretty ugly, but. He was dropping some dimes again in this game, deep down the sidelines, like testing those zones that he was testing against Tampa Bay, and then comes up with one of the throws of the year, being called a Hail Mary. It wasn't even really a Hail Mary. He just completed a touchdown over a prevent defense somehow to give them a touchdown, eventually force overtime in a ultimately a losing effort, but a hell of a comeback from P.J. Walker. The battle for first place in the NFC South ended up becoming probably the epic game of the week. Uh, for good and for bad. I mean, there was some some ugly in there, but some exciting plays in the Falcons-Panthers game. But the Falcons get, end up with the win in overtime, unfortunately, some uh, kicker woes in Carolina. And the Falcons moved to 4-4, four and four, their first place in the NFC South. And, uh, you know, maybe part of the credit that you can give the Falcons in this, and, you know, the, your P.J. Walker take, I can't wait to hear that fleshed out on the, on the big show tomorrow. But uh, the Falcons playing... A different style, focusing on the run game, kind of stitching it together on on defense. But here they are because of the Bucks and their woes. Falcons sitting here in first place in the NFC South at four and four. And they were still able to run the ball. You know, they went up against one of the best run defenses in the NFL this season, and they were still able to lean on that as like the biggest part of their offense in this game. So, yeah, like credit to that offense. It functions even against legitimate defenses. My, my weekly check-in on uh, my favorite offseason narrative, the, the, the wide receivers, right? The, the big-name wide receivers on the move. And two out of three was really good today. So you see the Dolphins, Tyree Kill remains unstoppable. Tua Tungavailoa, for whatever it's worth, leading the league now in passer rating. We've talked about his gaudy statistics and played a really good game as well. Tua played great, great touchdown. I, I love the throw to Mike Kosicki uh, in the back of the end zone. So Tua played well. But the offense, right? There's the explosiveness that Miami wanted. We see A.J. Brown, three touchdowns for the Philadelphia Eagles. The elevation of Jalen Hurts there. But Devontae Adams, the other end, right? That was the other end of it. Only one catch, three yards. And uh, the Raiders did not even pass the 50-yard line with Derek Carr under center against the Saints. So uh, two out of three as far as those number one wide receivers making huge impacts this week for their respective teams. 
And who would have thought that the one guy that was struggling the most was the best receiver in the NFL over the last few years? The guy with arguably the most complete skill set. Um, you know, Devontae Adams has been incredible. And, you know, you can't just say he's a product of, of Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's no real reason this shouldn't be functioning in uh, Las Vegas as well, but it just isn't. Like, nothing in that offense is really in sync. We thought it might have been over the last couple of weeks, and then they just ran into a, a brick wall this week and showed, no, actually, it's still broken. One of the other high level takeaways here too, Sam is probably last year's quarterback draft class. And, you know, we're always checking in on them. And a couple of weeks ago, we were asking, Hey, is Trevor Lawrence turned a corner? Turns out, no, not really. He's not looking good at all. Zach Wilson, owner of a undefeated record as the quarterback of the jets. Not so much uh, uh-huh. this week. And just man playing quarterback at, at a whole different level. I can't believe how many of his passes took place right from the sideline. How does he always end up right next to the sideline throwing the ball? So Zach Wilson, a disaster of a day for the Jets, despite having over 350 yards and a few touchdowns. Mac Jones didn't look good on the other side for the Patriots, whereas Justin Fields has just started to show signs of life, even with the loss to the Cowboys. So it's always interesting checking in on those guys, but still not looking good as a whole for that class. No, it's not. But that Justin Fields thing, I think, is really significant. Justin Fields and the Bears offense generally looked pretty good today against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Like this was much more like the offense we thought we would see in the offseason, which I think was Justin Fields playing really well. And then every now and again, getting let down by somebody else in the offense. So he had a deep dime to Vellis Jones, who dropped it, couldn't come up with it. Um, he had a great play where he got out of some trouble in the pocket, dumped it off to David Montgomery, who ends up fumbling it. And then it, it gets picked up on Micah Parsons, ends up returning it for a fumble six. Now, like, yeah, Fields should have touched him down, but, you know, he made a good play. It never should have got put on the ground. This was more like what we thought we would see from Justin Fields, which is, you know, a really talented guy, the offense tapping into what he does well, and then the supporting cast around him just not being good enough to hang with teams like the Cowboys. But the fact that it looked like this for the second week in a row, you know, they finally sort of figured something out um, of getting him in the best position to succeed, of taking advantage of his athleticism, of tapping into his rushing skill by design, I think is good for Chicago going forwards. And maybe they can see enough from Justin Fields over the course of this year for him to still hang in this job next season. Picture it, Sam, late game drama. Your kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim. The stakes are high. Tension's higher. Pulse is racing. He kicks it. Ball bounces up. And you watch as the ball's flying through the air. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check it out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays and to make things even sweeter you can throw down on those stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets if your team wins just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code PFF one of the key four o'clock games here Sam San Francisco 49ers 31 LA Rams 14 <laughs> were you laughing just, just the Rams just cannot beat the 49ers. Oh, okay. I didn't, I, I didn't know if I misspoke or something. Yeah, it looked like, I mean, it looked like the Rams had more answers right off the bat, right? They get up 14 to 10. They're, things are feeling better for the Rams. It looked like the Niners pass rush wasn't getting as, uh, getting home nearly as much, right? A few weeks back, Monday Night Football, Matthew Stafford got sacked seven times. Wasn't the case, though. The Niners end up running away with it. Christian McCaffrey, 
a huge part of that 49ers offense, passing, receiving, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, McCaffrey looked great. The 49ers offense, you know, tapped into that and was able to take advantage of it. And the Rams ultimately, same thing as before. You know, they kind of, they ran out of being able to stop the, the San Francisco pass rush. Like ultimately their offensive line just isn't good enough to function over a, an extended period. They lost Cooper Cup late in the game as well. And maybe an ankle being rolled up. He walked off on his, under his own power. But if, they, if he's missing for any period of time, that's like their one offensive weapon that's actually firing. Um, not being there. So I, this made sense. Like this is kind of how that game should have gone. Um, and the Rams, I think, are in some pretty significant trouble. The other big takeaway I have from this week is, you know, some of the teams that have been riding high in win-loss record came back down to earth, you know, yeah. that we've been sort of calling for for a while. Some of them didn't, though. Some of them kept going. Um, the Giants fell to Seattle, who might actually be legit, you know, Seattle. Um the, the Titans kept winning, but this was against Houston, so that was expected. The Vikings ended up getting another win against Arizona, whose uh, sort of bounce back was pretty short-lived. Um, who else? Uh, Jets. And the Jets, of course, dropped yeah. their game to the, the Patriots, one where you know they really should have had that, given how good the Jets have been this year outside of the quarterback position. Yeah, so it, it's about time, right? It's week eight. We've been saying, hey, you know, the Jets, it's going to be really tough for them to maintain – this success with the quarterback questions. And we saw that today with the giants. Hey, why are they really that good? How are they figuring it out? Well, um, it, things were happening where it seemed like, you know, a giants type of game, right? Tyler Lockett dropping passes, fumbling at the five yard line or inside the five yard line. But um, Seattle was just too good in the end. So yeah, there was a lot of, of that, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe later than we had expected, but teams like the jets and the giants coming back down to earth a little bit. Uh, the other piece of news, too, was Malik Willis getting his first NFL start. Uh, Ryan mm. Tannehill missing the game. Willis only throws 10 passes, but it doesn't matter because Derrick Henry <laughs> always goes for over 200 yards and two touchdowns against the Houston Texans. Once again, King Henry running all over the Texans. And yet wasn't the uh, the team leader in average carry, average per carry. Dontrell Hilliard with his uh, eight carries oh, for 83 yards. Your guy. Can't forget <laughs> about Hilliard. Can't do it. Yeah. So uh, the Titans moved to five and two, showing once again, they could do it anyway. I mean, only scored 17 points, but Henry's running all over the place. The Titans defense continues to, to play well. Uh, you mentioned teams coming back down to earth. The Philadelphia Eagles absolutely did not. They moved to seven mm. and oh, uh, they never felt like a, a fraudulent team. But like, as I mentioned earlier, A.J. Brown with the three touchdowns, man, they can just dominate. And they did that again for the most part against the Steelers. Yeah, this was one of those games where it was a big point spread. They were expected to win, but, you know, it's Pittsburgh, large point spread. You think Mike Tomlin, the Steelers never really get blown out. I mean, they got, they weren't in this game, like at any point. The first touchdown pass to A.J. Brown was a little bit ill-advised, speculative, however you want to phrase it. He ended up having to sort of go up and take it away from uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, but the next two were absolute dimes from Jalen Hurts, and they just annihilated Pittsburgh. That's the beauty of having an A.J. Brown. So we haven't been able to mention every single team, but we also have uh, Taylor Heineke making the spectacular comeback for the Commanders to move to 4-4 four and four with a 17-16 win over the Colts. Here's the deal. Tomorrow morning, we'll break down every single game in much more detail on the PFF NFL podcast. But for now, it's our instant reactions here on the PFF NFL Daily.